Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting Tone. This is our Living Dead Girl special. Stick around because we'll be telling you more about that right after the intro. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode. Today's episode is all about Living Dead Girl where I've recently had the chance to sit down with Molly from the band to talk about the brand new EP that's out everywhere now called Not That Innocent which is a covers EP. Um, we've spoke about the early days of Living Dead Girl, uh, Molly moving across from Canada to Florida, all that's coming up in today's interview but before I play that interview for you here is Living Dead Girl's cover of Christian Aguilera's track Fighter. Hope you enjoy it.
Hello everyone and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Living Dead Girls cover there of Chris Aguilera's Fighter. Here comes our interview with Molly. It is a short but sweet interview. Hope you enjoy it. Molly, thank you much for joining me on Setting the Time. Welcome everyone to Molly from Living Dead Girl. Welcome Molly. Thank you for having me. No, not a problem. Thank you once again for joining us. Uh, Molly, for those that don't know over here in the UK, how did Living Dead Girl start? Uh, it started in my parents' basement when I was 16 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, pretty much like a theater band. <laughs> I would just find any local kid that wanted to play music with me and try to make music for years until finally I was like, I'm just going to go to a producer and make an album. That's pretty cool. What's it, what's it been like for you coming through with a new band um, with in particular last couple of years with the pandemic and, and whatnot, trying to break through? I feel like moving to the U S was like the best thing I could have done. Honestly, like I felt like, there was only so much touring and stuff I could do living in my small town in Canada that the second I ripped the bandaid off and just got my work visa and moved to Florida, like, I feel like that's when everything like officially began. Like that's what got us started. Uh, in terms of like making the right moves, how have you found that in terms of aligning yourself with the right people and setting up with the, the correct PRs and, you know, just to help you give yourself the best opportunity to, you know, do what you love doing? Um, I found when it comes to working with people, I have a really good like intuitive sense to myself um I can tell if I like someone like within five seconds like I just kind of feel them out um if I have a lot of mutual friends with someone and they speak very highly of them then I'll like trust their opinion so when mm -hmm. it comes to like finding the right like PR manager producer whoever I just like go through recommendation and people who I respect I take their opinions on that no that's absolutely fine I appreciate that obviously it's a bit of a minefield isn't it and sometimes you can um not always get in the wrong hands and whatnot so it's good that you know, you've got the right fins there. Um, the reason why we're here is that we're obviously you guys just released a lovely covers EP um, titled Not That Innocent. How did that come together? I actually had the idea while I was at my manager, Jeremy's house, we were talking about what our next release should be. We were like, maybe we should do covers instead of originals because I kind of still want to be milking exorcism for a little while longer. Mm -hmm. I know it's got some life still in it. I wasn't ready to go record another second full length album of originals but I did still want to make something and put something out there I still wanted to create something just not as big of an undertaking as like doing another exorcism so this was just kind of something for like in between album cycles basically so I picked songs that were like my childhood nostalgic songs and songs that I would have fun performing and singing and it just kind of snowballed from there <laughs> That's cool. Do those songs, um, I noted in the uh, press release, like, you know, you, you talk about influences like Christina Aguilera, Britney, do those songs kind of represent, you know, those women and how, what, how they've influenced you growing up into what you are doing today? Yeah, absolutely. I chose the songs based off like what was the most nostalgic for me personally, like which songs I used to sing in my living room when I was a child. So yeah. picking the five songs was actually really easy for me because I just picked the first five that came to mind. Did you like feel any sort of, um, not necessarily pressure, but, you know, kind of having to think how you wanted to put your spin, you know, your, you know, vocal ranges and, and styles and stuff like that across on these tracks? Was that a problem at all? I wouldn't say it was a problem, but it was definitely a fun challenge to take on. I mean, obviously, like, I'm not Christina Aguilera. No one is. Um, <laughs> no. Or, <laughs> no one is. Um, I, like, I'm a very different vocalist than any of those five women. Obviously, I'm a metal singer, not a pop singer. So mm -hmm. to take on those songs was a fun challenge for me. They were all in my range, which helps, obviously. But um, I just basically approach them the way I would approach a living dead girl song. Like, I was like, here's where I want to scream. Here's where I want it to be more raspy. Like, I just kind of attacked it as if it was a metal song and um, 
in terms of uh, outside of you know living dead girl what else what inspires you what do you get up to with um you know activities do you like to paint or you know i know play golf or any anything like that at all uh, I love doing makeup. I love drawing. I do graphic design. So I do all of the designs for our merchandise. Um, cool. I really like doing like video editing. So I'm doing all of our like content creation stuff behind the scenes. Um, I love just anything that's like editing or design. Like I like anything creative pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Does, do you feel that inspires you, um, you know, lyrically and putting a song together? Is there anything that you take from those activities to build into a track? Definitely. I feel like it just kind of comes full circle. Like I'm the one who writes the song and then I'm the one who makes the lyric video and then I'm the one who designs the single cover and then I'm the one who designs the merchandise that supports the new release. So it just kind of comes full circle. Like whenever I'm writing lyrics, I always have visuals in my head of what the video is going to look like and vice versa. Like whenever I'm creating something, I don't just think of creating like the one thing. I'm like, what other aspects come with it? That's cool. I like the fact that you've got complete control there. You know, you're pulling what you want and not having someone else go, okay, I think it should be this. That's really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you put the band together. It's been a, you know, you've got the Exorcism album out and now this EP. How have you found promoting the band over the last couple of years? Has it been, you know, hard? Obviously, I appreciate you've said that you've moved uh, from Canada to Florida, which has really opened the doors. Have you, in that respect, almost had to rebuild in that in that scenario? Because you've obviously had the Canadian fan base and now obviously you're in Florida. You can't, do you feel like you've had to rebuild in that sense? I don't really find it difficult. It's just kind of like an adventure. Like it's all just kind of part of the journey. You know what I mean? Like we just played our very first headlining Orlando show in February. So like two weeks ago, I think now. Yeah. I don't even know what day it is right now. I'm packing for tour. My brain's not working. <laughs> um, we played our first ever Orlando headlining show and we had more people there than we did headlining in my hometown. So wow. like, I just feel very like welcomed here. I feel like Americans just love metal like I've I've always gone to the states myself for concerts and for festivals like so many of my favorite bands I would drive across the border to go see because there wouldn't be a Canadian date on the tour like there's just kind of like such a really strong metal community in the U.S. that yeah. I'm just like really relying on the fact that okay these people like this kind of music like I don't really have to I kind of feel like I was explaining this to my band the other day I kind of feel like the difference is like in my hometown in Ontario I was kind of like begging people to care that I was making music. Whereas in the States, I don't have to ask, they just do. So it's just kind mm. of different here. I feel like if I sang like country or pop or rap or something, I'd have a much better shot in my hometown, like in like in Ontario. But in the States, there's just like a lot more metalheads here. Yeah, it's very much an open market, isn't it, in that sense? Um, there's also just more people in the States than yeah, in Canada. So <laughs> it's easier to market when there's more people. <laughs> It's, you know, to give, to give you kind of an idea of how big it is, like the state of California is the size of the UK, I believe. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big country with a lot of people and a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, just got some quick fire questions to kind of, you know, close that interview today. Who would you like to share a cold drink with and why? The person could be an artist, dead or alive, or, you know, a celebrity, anybody. Um, okay, you said dead or alive? Yeah, it could be dead or alive, yeah. <laughs> I can pick a dead person. I would say Walt Disney. He is my like biggest role model that I will never get to meet. <laughs> you are like awesome for saying that. No one said Walt Disney. Um, pretty cool, <laughs> isn't it, Disney? No one has to grow up. Everyone can still remain young at heart and have fun, which is really cool. No, I like that. That's really cool. Uh, no, no worries. Um, in terms of, you know, making a record with, who would you like to make a record with? I would love to work with Tim Scold as a producer. 
a good, good producer, very good producer. Um, what was the last album or song that you listened to? Last album I listened to, I mean, I was listening to Disney music right before this interview while I was doing my hair. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Last album I listened to, uh, Created from Filth and Dust by Lilith Sar. I was blasting that earlier too. Okay. I've got to be honest, I've not heard of that, but um, I will make a note and um, go and check that out and add something else to my Definitely playlist. worth checking out. She's yeah, amazing. No, always open to new new ideas in the bands. That's awesome. If you could put a band together, anybody in the world, who do you want to put about, you know, be in your band? To be in my band? In, 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 a, in a new band. Uh, I love my current band members so much. <laughs> I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't replace any of them. <laughs> Uh, I would just say my current lineup. I I hope they stick they stick around forever because I feel like we found the right people. No, and that's always important, isn't it? To have have the right people mm-hmm. share the vision and and put the work in, which is really good. Um, mm-hmm. this one's a little bit of a soppy question, but what makes music so special to you individually? I like music because it is such a creative process, and I love having the control over every aspect of it. Like I said earlier, like how I will write the song, but then I'll also like direct the music video and I will also do all of like the costume design for the music video. Like, I love that it's not just like a one-sided creative outlet, but there's so many aspects to it. Like we just like shot a music video the other day and like I directed it and I picked all the outfits and like I stylized everything. Like I love music because there's unlimited possibilities of things you can create with it, like to support the songs as well. No, that's really cool. Really cool. Um, And obviously what's next for Living Dead Girl going forward for the rest of 2023? Uh, we plan on touring as much as possible. Uh, we've got some more dates up our sleeves that are not announced yet, but we've pretty mm-hmm. much got ourselves booked up for like the rest of the year at this rate. Um, and then we are hoping to get back into the studio at the end of 2023 and start working on the next full length album. Any, any ideas already in the pipeline for that next album? Any, you know, themes or anything that you've already got in, in hand for that? Uh, we'll be working with a different producer, so it will definitely be different sound wise, but I've kind of got like a checklist in my head of like okay this like we know like looking at the analytics like which songs like did the best off exorcism and our number one song on a lot of platforms is worship me which is our heaviest song so i kind of want to lean a little bit heavier on the next album okay that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. you know taking what worked really well and looking yeah. at the numbers and yeah i like that it's good i'm like um, people like heavy let's give them heavy <laughs> they, they do they do like it heavy yeah maybe it's just getting the aggression out after a hard day at work um yeah well, that's that's all for me we've absolutely fired for that which is awesome um once again thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to join me on setting the tone and i wish you all the best with the ep release and um and the rest of the year hope it's a good one for you thank you so much no worries take care molly thank you for your time hey everyone and welcome back i hope you enjoyed our interview there with molly once again a massive thank you to the following people i want to thank maria at adrenaline pr molly from living dead girl and Jeremy, all for their time and for helping set this one up. Much appreciated. I wish them all the very best with the EP and, of course, a very successful 2023. By the sounds of it, they are going to be busy playing shows across the States. Um, and then towards the end of the year, they'll be working on the follow-up to um, Exorcism. So keep your eyes peeled. I hope you've enjoyed our Living Dead Girl special today. Um, thank you once again for tuning in to hear my Dorset Tones. It means the absolute world to have your support as always. The fact that you guys and girls out there are tuning in, downloading um, the episodes means the absolute world. Um, until the next time, bye-bye for now. But remember, if there's something that you wish to have reviewed or you've got um, a tour or something, please feel free to reach out via 
the, the channels which you can email me at stt-setintoneoutlook.com or you can reach out on Facebook and Instagram where the handle is simply Set in Tone UK Podcast. Um, I'll do my very best to accommodate all requests. Um, look forward to hopefully speaking to you soon. Until next time, stay safe, have a lovely weekend and bye-bye for now. We'll be right